0: Before we get started with this episode, thank you guys so much for uh, checking out my podcast. It means a lot. It helps the podcast grow. Uh, my Twitter is at Garrett Vyton. It will be the politically incorrect with Garrett Vyton. Uh It means so much if you gave a follow. It helps the podcast grow. So without further ado, let's hop right on in. And- what is going on guys welcome back to another episode of politically incorrect with garrett viton where everything is unscripted uncensored and probably politically incorrect it has been a minute uh last episode i posted was last friday not this past but the previous and that's basically just because i was uh, on spring break uh last week and i didn't have time to record and i forgot to pre-record some episodes so I'm a dummy. Um, Once again, I do not have a script because I ran out of time to make one, and I figured I just have to record and talk and say what I want to say. It's probably going to be a shorter episode. Um, So, yeah. Whoops. A little update on the Ukraine-Russia conflict. Um, Kiev just entered a 36-hour curfew after... A residential building actually after residential buildings were hit with heavy shelling um pretty sure it's a war crime to go after uh civilians um but i know that's kind of rich coming from the con- uh, the u.s where uh we attacked civilians also but really the whole uh situation there is getting fairly ugly it's going well it's been ugly it's been getting uglier they've said they've been talking but they're not talking um. Yeah. Um. I also feel. Well, I can't. Let me rephrase. Uh, if you hadn't heard already, there was a couple journalists that were uh American journalists that were killed over in Ukraine, and we haven't really done anything in response. And I feel as though when Americans get killed, you know, that's when we should probably step in a little bit more. Like hardcore sanctions, um, which we suppose, which we have done, but there's talk that because we're talk that the U.S. is talking with Iran and Biden's talking with Iran, um, that the that basically makes it, makes us an accomplice. Same when we talked with Venezuela last week and or the week before in regards to getting oil, because gas prices are through the roof. I've seen. I'm in Arizona. I've seen 450 consistently. There's prices in California hitting $6, $7. Uh, it, it's, gas is expensive. People... Uh, I forget exactly who said it, um, but the Democrats basically expect us, when gas is high, purchase an electric vehicle. And if they think that people who can afford $5, $6 a gallon of gas... Can afford an electric vehicle, they're crazy. It, uh, what the cheapest Tesla is forty thousand. Um, I mean fifty thousand. You know it. Why? They they're not thinking with their head. They're thinking with their. Uh, <laughs> can't say it. Um. Yeah, the Russia Ukraine thing is getting really ugly. Um. It's not helping the market at all. The The stock market, historically, it's been... Okay, you go up a little at a time, a little at a time, a little at a time. You know, every week you go up a little bit at a time. And then it drops for a couple days. And then you go up again, up again, up again it, for a while, and it drops. It, that's how the market historically has worked. You know, there's depressions, there's lulls, yada, yada, whatever you want to call them. Um, but now, right now, it's like the opposite. We'll go... Lose, 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 gain it all back. Lose, 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 gain it all. Gain some of it back. Lose, 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 etc., etc. And the process keeps going. It's really weird. I haven't ever really seen anything like it before, and neither has my dad, who I was talking with about it recently. So overall, the I think the U.S. handling of the Russia-Ukraine conflict is terrible. I think. um Europe is kind of working doing a little bit better job, but still. Um, there, there was a missile or there was bombing that was about 10 miles from the Poland border, and Poland is part of uh, NATO, I believe, and that could drastically change the uh, situation if uh, Poland were to be attacked, because that would thus um, bring in Article 5 of NATO, which is if one... I've talked about this before. before, If one nation of NATO gets attacked, they all get attacked. But moving on, we have... um, (laughs) It was fine. It happened yesterday. Um, There was uh, Matt Walsh, um, a a known conservative uh, children's author, I believe. Uh, He's uh, part of the Daily Wire. Um, He held a... uh, a talk i guess one could say a speech um at a uh, at georgia tech um technical institute i believe um, and it's in atlanta <clears throat> excuse me in atlanta and it was met with a lot of uh, resistance it was over um you know how trans women and trans men how a trans woman is not a biological woman, and thus they should not be allowed to compete in women's sports, it's going back to the whole Leah Thomas thing, so that's been a whole, uh, whole thing in here, I'll play a, a quick clip from the protesters, um, who were leftists, uh, really quick, uh, here you go. So I think you get the point. Um, and they were just yelling that as if it it did something, which it it didn't. Um, the I, I don't remember. These are people who can vote, which that that scares me. Um, here's also another uh, interview interview. Um, right, there is a little bit of coarse language in it. Uh, And this astonishes me. I have a sign over here that says, Fuck Matt Walsh, fuck TPUSA, talk to us about the sign. Why is this important to you today? Uh, because I think Matt Walsh is an idiot and dangerous to people. And, yeah, that's really all I have to say on that. Number one thing Matt Walsh has said that's pissed you off that made you hold up that sign today. Oh, God. I'd have to go back and look through his Twitter. I know I see shit all the time. Just give me one. I mean, we're holding the fuck Matt Walsh. Dying. Just give me one one thing. I mean, I know that Matt Walsh has consistently said that uh, you know, trans women are not real women. Trans men are not real men when it's proven by science that trans women are, in fact, women. Trans men are, in fact, men. It doesn't have to do with... Your born sex it is that you feel like you are a woman and that's okay like you don't have to conform to what, the what society, society, so, society so, so if you decided that you wanted to identify as a woman today is that something that we would label him as he's a woman at that point She's a woman. She's a woman at that point. Got it. Gotta use the correct pronouns. All right. So we've got women, trans women aren't women. What about you? Trans women What's, are women. Well, that Matt Walsh has said that has made <laughs> okay. us hold this sign right. today. What about you? What does Matt Walsh say? Um, Let's see. There's a lot of stuff about um, January 6th. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I get so confused with all these right-wing assholes. It's hard to keep track of who says what. But I know I've seen some stuff he said, and I know I wasn't a fan. It's a Amazing. Uh, so yeah, let's dissect this a little bit. Um, basically, the guy does not know what he's protesting against. All he knows is that he doesn't like Matt Walsh, and he doesn't like conservatives or any of their viewpoints. He believes that a him and the woman believe that a trans woman is a woman a biologically born woman which is just simply not true that's not how it works um and kind of also hitting on this uh the uh, times I believe re- you know they released their uh, no it was USA Today they you know named their woman of the year because it's plural now not woman not like how there's the man of the year okay. Uh, Man of the Year. Uh, One of the Women of the Year was uh, Assistant Secretary of Health and Human Services, Rachel Levine. And if you don't know anything, Rachel Levine is a trans woman, which means she, I guess, is a biological man. Apparently men are better than being woman, than women are better than being man. A man. Funny how that works. Wait, no. A man is better than being a woman, than how a woman... You get my point. A man, a man is better at being a woman, than a woman is at being a woman. There we go. Um, yikes. Uh, so, you know, you, the the leftist propaganda, where... Uh, you know there's this whole thing of you know identifying as a different gender is you, you can't it's you're a man or you're a, a woman those or those are the two biological genders that you are either assigned one of them at birth sexuality is you know whether you're gay straight asexual pansexual yada 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 you know so you don't want to get the two combined because yeah because then you you really upset the uh the leftists which (laughs) heaven forbid you do that so this whole thing of gender versus sexuality and and people the left especially trying to push the ideology on people it is insane Uh, this goes along Basically, what Florida is trying to stop, um, I believe they enacted the, a bill to stop, um, stop uh, teachers from basically indoctrinating K, uh, K through third graders about uh, gender and sexuality, which I'm all for. I don't think that's stuff they need to be learning about. They need to be learning how to, you know, what two plus two is and how to write the alphabet, not whether they they feel they're a male, a guy in a f- girl's body or a girl in a guy's body or whether they're straight or or gay or whatever. A third grader should not have to worry about that. They should be worrying about where they're going to kick the ball during recess, you know? Because um, that was something when I was in elementary school, it was something that was never brought up. It was honestly something that was never really taught or talked about too much in, in my, you know, K through 12 days, just because it wasn't a big deal. Um, it, it, was like, oh, okay, whatever, you know, if, and even then people weren't coming out as gay, straight, pansexual, whatever, until at least seventh or eighth grade in middle school, um, normally high school, and it was the middle of high school, so, uh, that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a train wreck, but they, they titled this bill, Florida titled this bill, and I'm not sure who gave it this name, Could, but it's been dubbed the Don't Say Gay Bill, which I definitely think it could have had a better title, because um, the Don't Say Gay implies that you're banning the word of the use gay, which they're not. It's just what I said previously, Te- uh, teachers can't teach or talk to children about uh, gender or sexuality in K through third grade. But the Democrats on the left obviously took this way out of proportion, and there was a uh, a protest, I guess, from Democratic uh, representatives in the Florida House where they protested by re- Going up and down the halls, just yelling "gay," thinking it was doing something productive, which it wasn't. Uh, that's our that's our tax dollars at work, people. So uh, that's a big fat mess. If you've ever if I've ever seen one. But flipping over to COVID, because we got to talk about something else. Uh, here's here's something that's funny. Biden announced. Um, it was during a, a presser that he he did. Uh, basically, he said that uh, the first lady's husband has tested positive for COVID. Uh, so let's watch this clip really quick. Stage, but that's enough too. Look at the stage. But there's been a little change in the arrangement who's on the stage because of the first lady's husband uh, contracting COVID. But uh, look at this room and what you see. Pardon? That's right. She's fine. It's me. That's not together. The second lady, the first gentleman. How about that? Anyway. He has no idea what he is talking about. He, he said the, the first lady's husband has COVID, which means him. Then somebody goes to correct him off to the side. He proceeds to go, Oh, yeah, she's fine. I'm the one with it. Huh? You gotta be joking, right? And then proceeds to try and play it off like, Oh, I'm the first gentleman. And he goes, Anyway, at that, wow, this is the guy that got 80 million votes for the presidency of the United States. This incompetent. 79 year old. Imagine. Right? But mean tweets are sounding pretty good right about now. Especially with gas prices and how COVID's being handled and how the stock market's faring. Mm hmm. But uh, back to COVID, I guess. Um, at the university I'm at, I won't state names. Uh, but they just, uh, made masks optional, which I'm happy about. Uh, that went into effect, uh, on the 14th. Um, a lot of, per, they say they followed the CDC's guidelines, which remember science changes miraculously right before the state of the union. Um, a lot of other universities and colleges are doing the same thing. A lot of K through 12 schools are doing the same thing. Um, even California schools um, save San Francisco because it's San Francisco, and yeah, that's a different, it's, it's like California's their own country, and then San Francisco is their own country, basically. Um, they do their own thing over there. Um, cases have dropped, shocker. Uh, there's supposedly some weird COVID. I think the Omicron variant finally made it to China and that's running through it according to Chinese media oh no um, we've already obviously gone through that surge so I'm not concerned no one else should be concerned the media is try- attempting to cover it but they're they're kind of failing at it because they've got this whole based, uh, war going on over in Ukraine and Russia um So I think, and I said this, I think at the beginning of the month and end of February, could have been in my first episode. We have to be done with COVID. You can't continue to fight it. You just have to live with it, just like you live with the flu and the common cold and pneumonia and cancer and HIV and all the STDs and car crashes and airplane crashes and falling down these stairs. It's stuff you have to live with. So uh, the Democrats are basically embarrassing themselves at this point, trying to fight it. They, they think they're doing something, and they're really not. Um, so, like, it's, it's crazy. And this just popped up in my feed uh, that a bill passed in the uh, Senate By unanimous, it's Senate Bill uh, 623, the Sunshine Protection Act. Um, It would make uh, daylight savings time permanent, which is what the country just went into, basically, Um, this past weekend. uh, We're all on daylight savings time now, which uh, is kind of weird, because I'm in Arizona, so we stay the the same year-round. We don't change. It just messes up, up with us, because... You know, when, I, when I'm watching something on TV in Eastern Time, is its is it two hours ahead of me or is it three hours ahead of me? Because during the summer, we're on Pacific Time, and during the winter, we're on Mountain Time. So, really confusing. Uh, I'd prefer it just to stay one way and stay that way. Um, but if I remember correctly, the whole point of there being Daylight Savings Time was because of lighting and, uh, you know, back when... know do the lights stay on longer do the lights stay on shorter um i also believe it had to do with the farmers um and in arizona we don't observe daylight savings time because um back when it was a whole thing during world war ii and after it a lot of people a lot of states adopted adopted it i believe us and i want to say wyoming uh did not adopt it it could have been alaska um but Arizona did not adopt it because we did not want to deal with another hour of heat because it gets hot during the summer, um, and you're looking at 110, 115 consistently. So, but but I, I also find it funny that they pass this bill right now when during the State of the Union. Biden talked about, let's fund the police, let's end COVID, let's yada, yada, yada this, and I feel like there's definitely a lot better things Congress could be doing with their, their paychecks that we fund as taxpayers, but, eh, apparently they don't want to listen to it. So, thank you guys so much for watching, uh, not watching, I really gotta stop doing that. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Politically Incorrect with Garrett Biden. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter, at Garrett is I know I missed last week, and I hope this episode kind of makes up for it. I know it's not the longest, but I like to keep them around that 20 to 25-minute mark. And I hope you guys have a great rest of your week, and we will see you on Friday. See ya!